Welcome to the Marvel Evolution Show with myself, Andy Stead. And I'm Jarian Gibson. And I'm Alex Stroud. How are we, chaps? How are we? Good. Excellent. Had a good weekend? Yep. Been a, been a lazy weekend. <laughs> That's all right. That's all good. We need those every now and again. Jarian, how are you? Good. You know, got out to play disc golf this weekend after a while. So decent round if not playing for a while. But uh, I was able to pick up something uh, pretty cool from the the collectible store that my son and I go to, and this was on the $10 table. Ah, oh, look yeah. at that little Hulk guy. <laughs> look at Dom. His arm's going crazy. I love that. I love those little figures. I was His just... mouth opens too, doesn't it? Any of that? Yeah, it does. <laughs> I didn't I didn't realize that the first time. Chomp, 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 chomp. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, lo I love all those little random figures, those little sort of, they're not, you know, I mean, everybody, you know, we collect Funkos or Legos or whatever it is, and there's people that collect Marvel Legends, and that's great, you know, but those little random ones that you find, they're just all different sizes, different ones, they do different things. Some of them are still, some of them are tall, and some of them have got different shapes. And I'm sure I've got a box of them somewhere from my kids being young and having different ones, like you get them from different places, don't you? Like you said, Joan, you pick them up from random stores or, you know, you get them even free i mean i don't know if they you know they give away free little toys you know they used to do that with some meals didn't they in like fast food shops so yeah that's uh that's all good that's all good um yeah it's funny you sort of look for stuff don't you have mm -hmm. you found any, anybody found anything recently i i've been looking for those like 2003 hulk smash gloves those ones from that movie you know and those are pretty hard to find now i i wish that they would just remake those for kids um, so I could get some for, you know, my godson, but yeah, those are just incredibly hard to find. Yeah. I'm sure I had a pair somewhere. Like, <laughs> I, if I had a pair somewhere that the, uh, that the kids, the kids had them. Um, and I had like, those different dress up outfits. I was always really jealous of their costumes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, so you could dress up as anything, you know, they had everything. They had Black Panther, they had Cap, they had Hulk, they had Thor, Wolverine. Well, I remember like as a kid, like you would get the plastic mask with like, just like the little string that go around and now kids get like full, like pullover masks that are like, you know, skin tight and look just like the costume or whatever. I'm like, wow, dude, like, I wish I had that as a kid. Those are... plastic masks that you can barely see in, barely breathe in, but you know, you're warm though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. These, these kids, are, these kids are spoiled these days with these great masks and these great bits of kit that they can use, you know, these amazing hammers. I saw a picture of, uh, I saw a picture of me and my brother at Halloween when I was probably about eight. So, you know, in the sort of mid to late eighties. And uh, it was terrible. Like, our outfits were terrible, you know, <laughs> so that's a really cheaply bought mask and then like just a pair of jogging bottoms or something you know so uh, but now you know you can get full-on you know full-on kit can't you full-on new costume um and yeah and you know with the, the helmets the like the legend stuff i saw mm -hmm. today i saw them um, i mean i've got uh, you can't see well you can see ant-man behind me but i've got uh, the eye of agamotto as well which lights up it's great and the little stone pops out the time stone pops out yeah, but i saw it i saw it yeah it is really cool and it stays lit up as well the time stone as the time stone comes out of it it stays wow. bright and green yeah um but i saw today the tesseract marvel legends tesseract and i was like oh that'd look really cool i want to try and get all of them like so you can get the tesseract and i think you can get the ether in the little you know the carry case that mm -hmm. uh, Molstag and Sif took it to the collector and I think you can get that in there and I know you can get the scepter um and I know you can get the orb as well mm -hmm. so they'd, they'd look really cool sort of lined up next to each other all the stones I, I tell you what I think would be really cool if they made like another shield but they made a taskmaster shield instead don't, of like don't. a Captain America shield like I think that would be awesome I know you would love it but <laughs> don't give me hope right but don't give me hope uh, it, it's it's it's, it's uh, on the shields He's on the shield. So uh, my younger son's got some uh, Marvel Legends. Mm -hmm. So he's got a cap, and he's uh, so he's got a Steve Rogers cap, sorry, and he's got a Sam Wilson cap. And and I, I I've known this before, but I never really questioned it until recently. The shields are different. Yep. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, but is it not the same shield? So like, let, let, so let's talk about this like, within the MCU. Why does Cap's shield change over the years? Because it's paint not job. Is it? Is it a new paint job? It must be. 
I, I, I feel I, like in there notches too at one point on the shield that aren't there in the beginning too. Um, yeah, like things like that. I mean, you could always blame Tony Stark because he did have the shield for you know one point in time, and mm -hmm. he gives it back to Cap. Um, Cap also did at one point have that weird little magnetic thing that he would throw yep. the shield and it re recall the the shield back to it, and that was only in what Age of Ultron, and then they kicked that to the curb. Um, so I mean, I I would guess that yeah, I mean they probably like changed the shield a little bit and probably like messed with it. Well, don't forget, Endgame the shield broke. And then he yeah. had the shield from the past, didn't he? He came back with? Mm, yeah. 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 So that's why that could be also why that same has a different shield because he has the original shield probably and not the one that's been modified over the years. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I'm just, yes, yeah, so I'm thinking Sam's got the original one now then, hasn't he? He's got, mm -hmm. the one. he's got, well, from wherever he's got to be from the seventies. Well, I don't know. Where did he get that from? Thinking about that. Oh, I don't know. I was, I'll tell you, I watched him um, today. My wife showed me, um, Correct me on his name because I'm going to get this wrong. But is it Neil deGrasse Tyson, the the guy Neil deGrasse Tyson? Yeah, yes, that's him. And have you seen his video? Check out his video on the kind of um, uh, like the sort of semantics of time travel within End Endgame. It's brilliant. It's great. It's really, it's really interesting. My wife was like, "Oh, look, she, you know, she follows him on social media." She was like, "Oh, look, watch this." You know, she knows that I'd find that interesting. But it's quite funny. He says about how Back to the Future just really tries is absolute hardest to stay legitimately so i'm um, saying legitimately talking about time travel it's all made up mm -hmm. but <laughs> legitimately as close to what could happen as possible you know mm -hmm. um and end game just doesn't yeah <laughs> basically yeah, it's the it, butterfly it's effect that yeah the butterfly <laughs> effect that happens if you change something in the past you know uh back to the future got that but they put divergent timelines in in end game so yeah 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 interesting branches yeah that's it i think if you pick it apart too much though you can end up you know going crazy can't you yeah um anyway uh that was a nice little chat to start with guys little loose chat john you literally got something you want to say so does that mean that hot tub time machine got it right then too because hot tub time machine <laughs> no seriously because they he stayed there and he changed stuff and then went back to the when they went back to the future it was all changed so it's almost if you're saying that back to the future is right that means hot tub time machine must be right too yeah yeah no more google now you got Google. yeah <laughs> <laughs> They um it, yeah and, and he mentions that don't he he says about top top time machine in uh, in Endgame don't he yep. so, uh, yeah that's great um so we're talking about well we're going to talk about She Hulk episode six later on uh, we're going to go through some news of the week um uh, I'm I've been mean I've been uh, are you reading anything different at the minute guys are we are we catching up on any reading I don't, I don't know what you what we're reading at the moment. I haven't I haven't read anything recently. I haven't really had the time to read much like over the last few weeks. Um, I've been meaning to. I wanted to finish that Kang the Conqueror one that you were talking about, I think, on the last podcast. I think I started that and I got like three issues in. I actually went and looked it up and I was like, oh, I only have like two more issues to finish or whatever. I think it's a five issue series or whatever. And uh, yeah, I, I want to finish that. I think that's what I'm going to probably pick back up whenever I start reading again here soon. Jarian, what are you up to? Other than just some random stuff and going back and doing some, you know, crossing things like She-Hulk and Fantastic Four. And then I even after this week's episode, went and looked back on some of the Great Lakes Avengers stuff and some of the Intelligetica stuff from the episode. So I kind of just reference crossover stuff, you know, so nice. I, I've wanted to um, I want to what? Sorry, read uh, The Reckoning War. The uh, says the big, the big late, and it's not the latest big crossover, it was a crossover about a year or so ago, I think it was. And um, I want to sort of get that whole chunk of reading done, so the latest sort of big event. Um, because mm. Judgment Day is the one that's out at the moment, isn't it? I think that's the mm -hmm. one that's yep. still running at the minute. So I want to do Reckoning War first and then uh, and then get on to Judgment Day. But like you, Alex, not really had a great deal of time to read at the moment, yeah, but uh, yeah, um. So if you're listening today, if you're listening live, remember, drop us a drop us a hi, say hello and jump in on the conversation as and when you are ready. If you've got anything interesting to say or anything you want to add to the conversation, we will uh, do our best to shout you out as we go along. Um, also, too, real quick, if you're watching on Twitter right now, we're still not monitoring that. So if you want to get on the chat, you got to jump to Twitch or YouTube or the Facebook page or the Facebook group if you want to interact with the chat. Awesome, awesome. Um, so let's jump in with some news this week, Jaren. What we got? Well, I know you like this one. Secret Invasion 
officially classified as spy espionage superhero and action adventure yeah i mean like i said that i think i said this on the post that is just a lot of good words (laughs) (laughs) a lot of good words i like that yeah i'm all over that totally all over that i was talking to a friend of mine on uh i think he put a, a post on um his facebook just saying how sort of disappointed he was with She-Hulk and just that he didn't like it. And he just said, oh, you know, I didn't like Miss Marvel. I thought Miss Marvel was bad and, you know, this is terrible. I'm really done. And, you know, each to their own, fine. If he doesn't like it, he doesn't like it. But I tried to explain about the sort of genres within the genre. You know, we've had that conversation with Martin a couple of times, haven't we, Martin Flanagan. Um, and uh, I was sort of saying, if you look at what we've had recently, a couple of examples, we've had Moon Knight, which has been sort of a psychological thriller. We've had Miss Marvel, which has been a coming of age story. We've had, you know, She-Hulk, which has been a sort of sitcom, um, you know, looks like, again, and as you've just said there, Joan, we're going into Secret Invasion, which looks like a sort of spy espionage type thriller. And, you know, brilliant. I mean, this is exactly in the same way that I wouldn't go necessarily and pick up a certain comic because i'm not a fan not necessarily not a fan of the character but not a fan of the style you know it's the same thing you know it might develop that actually we don't watch certain shows because we're not a fan of the style it's not that we don't dislike the character or the actor or the director it's just we're not really a fan of that show you know i there are plenty of shows i don't watch i don't watch sex in the city or orange is the new black doesn't mean they're not good just means that i don't particularly like them there you go. I like I like <laughs> that they're being called out there on the episodes. <laughs> yeah, the people who have all the all the best to say about She Hulk. I like they keep you know going back and forth and and having calling them out in the episodes. I'm just like you, you guys are nitpicking that stuff on some of the things. People are still on the twerking thing. It's like let it go. If you don't like, it, you don't like it. But you're stuck on oh because we saw twerking and looked the show. And it's like do you watch Deadpool? What the, the some of the stuff that he does when he's fight even when he's fighting? It's like is this like a sexist thing or what? I don't know what's going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get you. I get you. Anyways, uh, hot, you know, off what Secret Invasion is going to be is we're going to have Armor Wars. So, Rhodey will have new suits. Um, from the Armor Wars description, Rhodey fans will see the character in a whole new light. And concerning the title of the series, audiences can look forward to all new suits for the hero featuring different types of armor. Title treatment uh, is available to download and share. So, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. About his suits. So, well, we saw him got the juiced up suit in uh, in game uh, after they they came out of the the wreckage uh, of um, the headquarters, and you know you just seen the evolution of his suits over the years from Iron Man um, to you know going forward till now. So it, it just makes sense, you know. And like I said, um, Brody's you know no slouch when it comes to that stuff. We saw what he's done the MCU when they modified um, Mark One suit uh, for um, for War Machine. And he's, you know, he's MIT, he's military. So, you know, him kind of doing that stuff and with the, the help of Stark Tech, you know, and government contract stuff, you know, he definitely can enhance the suits. I just wonder if the jump from the Mark II to like the Iron Patriot, if the Iron Patriot suit was the same as that or like, you know, just kind of changed. And the fact that we got the Iron Patriot suit and we haven't really seen it since, like, I kind of feel like, you know, Norman Osborn wears that. Yep. So it would have been great to see Norman eventually put that on if we ever get there. But, you know. Or, or um, uh, what's his name? Um, Justin Hammer. Hammer. Justin Hammer in the MCU, since I don't think we're going to get Osborn. Mm-hmm. But um, I know from, from Iron Man 2 to Iron Man 3, it, it was just a paint job from what they said uh, in the movies. Yeah. So... The War Machine was just a paint job, but after Iron Man 3, <clears throat> I believe it's a new suit because you can see how much it changed, especially when you get to, um, even in Infinity War, how much beefier the suit looks, and mm-hmm. then just that in-game final battle, even how much beefier he looks. He looks jacked in that with rockets on his shoulder. Yeah, so, totally. that's, a, that's a totally different suit altogether. Mm-hmm. The, um, I think one of the reasons, I think it is a different suit. I'll, I'll go with you, Joe, and I think you're right. It is a different suit. But another the reason why it looks so much beefier is because Tony's armor slimmed down. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know, Tony's armor become very much sort of streamlined, didn't it? The nanotech sort of made it, you know, very, uh, very uh, slim and tight fitting where his armor just stayed big, big and chunky, you know? So, yep. uh, you know, in Iron Man 2 where they're back to back, you can see them and they're... Uh, they're, they're fairly similar, aren't they, in size? But, you know, also slightly different shape. Yeah, the machine's it, more like a tank, almost. Yep, exactly. Yeah, I was going like, to say that. He's yeah. more of the military-grade style suit, and where Tony's more of the more technological advanced suit, if you look at the yeah. two. 
Yeah. So, um, from the chat here, I was thinking about the very thing the other day. I was thinking about having concerns about under Disney Plus, but then thought about how many different type of movies, shows, and characters we have now. They've done a good job of mixing it up. My concerns or even complaints are limited, which is good. So exactly, they have so many characters they they um, they pull from and different things like the comics. You know, not everything's going to be the same or cookie cutter. They're doing what they could do with the material and adjusting it for the MCU. Um, another comment here. I just thought of Rhodey's suit changed because it helped him walk now. Which I believe, I don't know if this suit helps him because he has those leg strap devices that we see him in in-game. Um, we, we have not, I don't think we saw those in Falcon in the Winter Soldier because he was in a suit. So I'm not sure if he still has those or if it's more advanced stuff helping him out because, you know, he's also friends with Akonda too. So I wonder mm -hmm. if they even helped him with some, some tech like they helped with, uh, with, uh, with Ross, Everett Ross. When he got shot in the back and they helped, they helped him. So I wonder if he's gotten some upgraded tech from Wakanda as well after Endgame. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Wakanda could end up being the new kind of um, uh, surrogate for, yep. you know, new new tech. Obviously, you know, Sam's got his uh, stuff from, from Wakanda, hasn't he? So why not everybody else? Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if there's any kind of collaboration between Banner and, and Shuri um, yeah. between the two, especially after the interaction in Infinity War. That they had yeah. um they also added more writers uh to the show including the obi-wan writer so ran uh rana mcclendon who's done obi-wan willow the walking dead world beyond um lakitha uh dalco wool two sentence horror stories uh garrick bernard solar opposites and emma fletcher trinkets parks and recreation um they're all now on the board uh for armor wars writing um and they're going to be joining head writer uh yasir lester on the project that's interesting. There's some there's some interesting interesting writers on that one. Yeah, yeah. Solar Opposites is an interesting writer to pull in, I think, for Armor Wars. So, mm. yeah, it'd be uh, it'd be um, it'd be fun to see where they take that. Hopefully, they'll keep. This, I mean, from my perspective, obviously, like I said, I like that kind of that theme and that uh, that style. So, hopefully, they'll keep the same sort of style as they're going to keep Secret Invasion. Yeah, mm -hmm. I, I reckon that at least some of this is going to spill over since it's a continuation, it looks like. Mm -hmm. Or it's going to lead into. Um, Daredevil news. Um, there's a rumor going on that Eldon Henson um, will be back as Foggy Nelson. Mm. Really? Nothing about Deborah Ann Wall, but the rumor new, the new rumor this week has been uh, Foggy's returning. Same I mean, actor. I really liked their dynamic. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The two of them together, I thought they really uh, bounced off each other really well. Mm-hmm. Um, also, Alakwa Cox's Maya Lopez Echo is going to appear as well um, in, the, in the series, which makes sense because her show is going to be first, I believe, and he's going to be in that and, you know, their history in the comics. So a big surprise there. But the biggest news is that John Bernthal's Punisher uh, is going to appear. And, and from the rumor says it was supposed to be uh, Kristen Ritter, Jessica Jones, but there's a scheduling conflict. So it looks like uh, John Bernthal's Punisher is getting, is getting the call instead of jessica jones uh because of that hmm so i wonder yeah. how much that's that would change the story then yeah i mean that that sounds like it changes it a lot don't it yeah, yeah. You, you can't just like slide jessica jones out and put the punisher in and it'd be the exact same story you know like so well it, it depends is it a cameo is it you know is it a a, a big recurring role or what we do know from the rumors that jessica jones is going to be referenced in she hulk when, when matt murdoch does finally show up um, so maybe it's looking for her to do some work and maybe instead it ends up going a different way and he outsources something to, to Punisher. So Frank Castle. That's a bad idea. That's going to go. Yeah. It's going to go terribly well. Uh, from the comments here, we have 18 episodes. We have more than enough time for many cameos. Agreed. Yeah, that is true. Yeah. Um, some Moon Knight news. Last week, the rumor was about Miss Marvel. Um, now that uh, this week's rumor is that season two for Moon Knight is coming. So that's the rumor going around. I don't have details, but that's it. Hmm. Uh, I honestly see where they go the second season. Um, if they make him more into a street level and coming over to the States to kind of, you know, start getting into those teams or setting the committee up. You know, I originally thought the committee would be something involved with um, NWO before d23 but it doesn't sound like they're going to go that route so i wonder if we're going to see the committee route in season two and 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 see more of jake uh as well i just hope cool. they don't kill haro 
after that that season where Conchu had him in the back of the yeah. car. I hope that they like keep him around as kind of like like throw him in a pit or something. You know what I'm saying? And just like trap him. Like it, I just don't want to see them kill off another villain. Yep. Know? So. Um, this another rumor too as well. Marvel is working with Lost Watchmen writer uh, Damon uh, Lindoff on a mystery project. So, another rumor going out there as well. Okay, I was I, I was a big fan of Lost. I really enjoyed. I mean, the first sort of three seasons and two seasons. First two seasons were great. I mean, some of the some of the episodes in the latter seasons were great as well. But uh, yeah, first two seasons were brilliant, and it was uh, it, it was groundbreaking in my opinion. First season or so, um, but uh, yeah, no, nice. I like yeah. that. Could be fun. Um, we're up by night news. Um, there's a lot of stuff this week around that, especially with the the special coming up here. What like what two weeks now? I think. Yeah. Um, Michael Giochino pitched the idea to fight. Um, you know what? It's funny because Kevin Five was talking to me and said, so what do you want to do? And I was like, I want to do Werewolf by night. And he looked at me, really? Like, really? Werewolf? I'm like, yeah, that's what I want. He was like, well, okay, all right, let's talk about that. And the conversation just kept going and going and going. And then here we are now. Because if you notice that Michael Giochino, you know, typically is a uh, music, you know, composition stuff for Marvel. And now he's getting the director's chair for Werewolf by night. Um, he also discussed on being a standalone project. Um, said it, w- it was a real gift to be giving something that was different and standalone from everything else that they've been doing. So it, it was also a gift, but it was also terrifying because I was like, I didn't want to mess it up. I felt like, you know, there was a lot, even though it was a smaller project, it felt like there was a lot at stake, you know, in terms of what we were doing. So I, so I don't know, but we had fun. Also too, there is a rumor on the time, um, the runtime, um, 52 um, minutes and 37 seconds, which will be longer than originally expected. And it's also going to be about 12 minutes longer compared to the 40 minutes Guardians holiday special. So, okay. yep. Yep. Excited for, excited to see that. I mean, I, I'm not necessarily, I know you guys are quite big fans of the style. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't say I'm, I wouldn't say I'm against the style. I'm not necessarily a fan of it. So I'll be interested to see if I enjoy it, you know? I just, I think it's unique and I think it's like kind of like a, something different for Marvel. And I mean, we're going to get man thing in this, uh, Elsa Bloodstone. Yeah. Who else else is going to pop up, you know? Yeah. I mean, you, you could get tons of different like monster characters in this. And I love that kind of like style of like, you know, who's the, the worst monster out of all of us, like all trapped in this house kind of type of thing that they're doing with it. So. I think it'll be really interesting, in my opinion. Yeah, there's so many ways they could tease people in this. That Hannibal King, Jennifer Kale, Topaz, you know, all kinds of stuff. It's they could completely start building out Midnight Suns roster with this special. I yeah. just, I, I have this bad feeling Marvel's gonna like swerve us. Like we're gonna watch this whole thing, and about like 48, 49 minutes in, we're gonna like see somebody like zoom out, and it's people watching like an old movie or something <laughs> like that. And I'm like, no, like as, as like, long as one of the characters watching it, like Elsa Bloodstone yeah. or someone mm-hmm. else that we haven't seen yet, saying that's not how it happened. Like we talked about before, that's yeah. not how it happened. This is bull, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's that's actually what I want to see. I want to see it like that, you know. And then and then it's kind of like they're looking at that someone's made a movie of what their sort of experiences were and they're actually in you know the real sort of a gritty you know maybe i don't know where they would fit in MCU at the moment but they're in the sort of real life mcu as such and they're kind of watching this movie within the mcu and they're like that's not what it is at all you know um Mm -hmm. i quite like you know again though we're talking about the styles and we're talking about the the genres within the genre of a superhero movie and if you go back a few years ago and sort of think, well, actually, every movie was kind of the same. You know, every movie was exactly the same genre, wasn't it? And we're now, obviously, they've diversified quite a, little, quite a lot. And they're showing another, another range with this movie that they're bringing out now. And yeah, I would love to see since, you know, it was rumored that Blade was supposed to appear, but scheduling-wise with Maharshala Ali that he might not. I'd love to see someone like uh, Dane Whitman sitting there watch this. He goes, are you sure this is what happened with you all? He goes, what is this? You know, kind of type of thing. Confused talking to Elsa Bloodstone or even Jack Russell, you know, just seeing how they're going to tie him back into things. Or even we, we get an Eternals reference. Like the Eternals, like that's not how it happened because they could easily bring an Eternals into here. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. One of them as well, um, depending on what happened with after the end of the movie. So 
um and also there's there's that little sort of bit that we saw last week you know is that the tva in there is there yep. some sort of tva are they watching a video screen is somebody at the tva watching that uh, actually having said that uh low-key season two is next summer isn't it yep i wonder whether there might be some sort of tenuous link into that maybe they're watching that on a screen like we're talking about you know sitting there watching what's going on maybe they're kind of this tva watching or it's a training video <laughs> yeah 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 or or, or maybe the TVA has like some sort of like special department that deals with those things like Ghostbusters, but yeah. they like kind of, but they send them out and they like trap these things from universes in like containment units or something like that. Yeah. Like, they, they did mention vampires and uh, werewolves, you know, or yeah. something like that in season one. So yeah, that's fun. That's fun. Um, from the chat, I'm excited for it. Um, and then other news too. Um, so they changed the designation of Werewolf by Night as well. Just, just I think yesterday or today, um, it was as a comedy, which everyone got all up in arms about, but now it's from, gone from col comedy to horror. So, like I said, you know, just wait and see what happens, you know, before you get all up in arms about how it's being listed. So that's interesting. Um, Fantastic Four news. I don't know why this rumor keeps going around and around. And around, but it seems like this is going, keeps coming and happening. Ryan Gosling as Doom. I don't know where this is coming from. I haven't seen any, any of the bigger people say this, but I keep seeing articles about it. I keep seeing chatter about it. So I don't know where this is coming from, but it's coming from somewhere. Um, and it keeps coming back up, him as Doom. And then just as today, I saw people talking about, you know, possibly the post credit scene for Wakanda Forever will be a Doom, which we talked about before, which we'd love to see Doom tie in. Not necessarily Ryan Gosling, but um, love to see Doom tie into Wakanda Forever and kind of keep it separate at first from Fantastic Four. But I don't know. So I, I just cannot see that at all. I or, don't see it either, or, or hear it, or mm -mm. feel it. This it, I, I'm not against Ryan Gosling. I just that doesn't have the personality for it. No, not in the slightest. Not for and, my opinion. No, not. At and all. you gotta have like somebody like really like strong personality wise for that role, or somebody who can project, somebody mm. who can be demanding, somebody that can like, you know, strike fear but still be a character that people like almost. You yeah. know, because it, it's kind of like a double edged sword, I guess. I'm mm. still hoping for Edgar Ramirez. That's that. That's my number one person to play Doom is Edgar Ramirez. Mm. So. And that uh, voice has to be iconic too. Yep. yep. It has to be. Yeah. Um, from the chat, I can't see it. Yep, I can't see it either. I understand that Gosling wants to be an MCU. Fog has mentioned him. Make him Ghost Rider. I know Alex's gonna probably be mad. <laughs> make him make him Buckethead, Nova, make him yeah, I, I you know. think he'd be okay as Danny Ketch and just like have him be Danny Ketch. And the stuff I care about is gonna be when he's Ghost Rider. Like, yeah, like we'll see him on screen a little bit, but when he suits up as Ghost Rider. No more, no more Ryan Gosling, you know, just so the voice. like, yeah, that yeah, it's just, yeah, it's just the voice. Right. And like, I actually don't think he would be bad, like as Danny Ketch, like being completely honest, it would be my first choice, but why not? Like, whatever, you know? But yeah. Put him on the Guardians even. Yeah. I could see him as Nova. Yeah. I could, I yeah. could see him, I could see him as, as Nova sort of, you know, I mean, I know he looks like, um, uh, Star-Lord's on his way out, but you know, alongside Chris Pratt, I could see him as Nova, you know, at, you know, together with them. And passing mm -hmm. the torch for the new Guardians team to him type thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. <clears throat> and from the chat, I like him as Ghost Rider actually too. So, you know, there's ways you can go with that. Heck, you could even make him Hannibal King if you wanted to, I guess. Mm -hmm. yeah, that'd be cool. You know, from on, on the horror side. So, um, other fantastic news, uh, Fantastic Four news, uh, Jeff Kaplist. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> Jeff Kaplan and Ian Springer were right. Um, so Jeff worked on Overwatch, but both uh, writers are relatively unknown, which is not new for Marvel. They're always taking shots on kind of lesser unknown people, and it's worked out. Um, so now the writing's there. The, the director is there. They're going to focus on casting. Um, so we should be getting some kind of casting news at some point now once they, you know, figure all that out. Hmm. Um, New World Order, Captain America. Um Julius Anna finally confirmed for the first time that Danny Ramirez's Joaquin Torres will become the MCU's new Falcon in this movie. So it was hinted in Falcon Winter Soldier because he got Sam's old wings, his old suit. Uh, Julius wanted to say, I'm thrilled, you know, Danny Ramirez, who's playing Falcon. He and I go back a bit. So in Anthony's somebody I've been a huge fan of as well. 
Um, so getting uh, to work with them, first of all, director to actor, and then being able to shape these characters and take the relationship forward is incredible. And the relationship is one of my favorite ones in this movie. It really helps from emotional uh, care of how Sam has to define himself as Captain America, but he loves this guy. They are both soldiers, they're brothers, and their journey, I think, is going to be something that really resonates with audiences. So, Yeah, I'm... So if you if you remember back to Winter Soldier and uh, Sam talking about his partnership with his his relationship with his partner Riley, who mm-hmm. he's you know in the uh, paras with or the Air Force with, um, uh, you might get a feel of what that relationship was like between those two sort of you know soldiers and partners and colleagues and friends, um, especially if you feel some sort of responsibility for him as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, looking forward to that. And there's another rumor floating around about this movie. And after we found out the leader is going to be uh, the villain, this rumor should be no surprise. Uh, Jennifer Walter, She-Hulk, is rumored to appear in New World Order. If you're watching She-Hulk, you also shouldn't be surprised. It looks like this story is leading right into the leader uh, as well and, you know, making Hulks. So no surprise. Miss mm-hmm. um, Marvel news. Uh, you know, last week how we, we talked about the rumor is they got season two greenlit. Well, director LRB, his Instagram, he hit a photo of it, and he said, who's ready for season two? So it sounds like season two is, is happening for Miss Marvel. Nice. That's awesome. Yep. Um, last bit of news is Groot. Um, this will make Dave happy. Uh, I think I shared an article on the page, too, as well. MC's baby Groot and how he was inspired by his son in Filipino culture like the Balati tree. hope I'm saying that right. Um, yeah, watching baby Groot on screen for the first time Feels like I captured now my son, and pretty much the baby Groot is little a little fi- Filipino kid. I totally just copied his body type. Uh, so yeah, so there you go um, on Groot, and hopefully if Dave's listening, I think he saw the article and was happy about it. But if you're listening, there you go, Dave. Some Filipino culture in the MCU. Excellent, love that. Yeah, he's um he's an interesting character, isn't he, Groot? I- I'd like to see him as an adult again before we're done with him. Like, yeah, from what it's, I think we kind of. You, you, we kind of got him as an adult and you're like, yeah, great. And then obviously he was gone. And then we haven't had him back as an adult since we first saw him. And uh, it'd be a shame to then not have him at all again as an adult. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. he was a powerhouse as, a, as an adult yep. too. Like, you know, like he was like one of the strongest members of that team. So, And if we do get a whole new team of Guardians, I wouldn't be surprised if he's the one remaining leftover Guardian that comes on into the new team. Mm. Yeah, because he kind of could he die? Yeah, he, well, he, he technically did in the first well, Guardians movie. So yeah, but, mm-hmm. yeah, I suppose so. If he's a different, is he a different group now? Maybe yeah, just playing a piece of him, he comes back. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But so, so in that respect, then he can't really die. Yeah, or can he? I don't know. If anybody knows, if you can, let us know. Um, um, and then uh, also from the chats here about the Filipino tree, um, that's pretty cool from the comments there. So nice. Yep. Um, oh, there you go. There's there's another one. So yeah, look, so another comment there. Yep, we only saw his potential once briefly. Yep, and that was in the first Guardians movie. Also, we saw some of it too. He was pretty good in Endgame as well. Uh, I'm sorry, Infinity War and in Wakanda battle. Also, he was pretty good in that battle as well. So um, he he can hold his own whether he's fully grown or he's a teenager, you know, or a sapling or you know whatever Rocket else calls him. <laughs> he, he, he tried quite hard in uh, in Guardians too when he was just a little baby as well, didn't yep. he? Really? <laughs> there was some great stuff there. Um, he brought the finger. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the, ta- the table. Oh, the, was it the toe or was it a finger? Yeah, it was the toe. Okay, okay. Sorry, um, but, and he dragged that whole table in, didn't he? As well. <laughs> Yeah, literally, literally ask him for one thing, and he brings you every button. One yeah. thing. It's <laughs> brilliant as well when he gets uh, when he brings in the badge and he holds it over his head. He goes, "It's not a hat." <laughs> right, not so I have one piece of She-Hulk news before we get into She-Hulk. Um, so, director Anna Valia about Easter eggs. Um, I can't speak to that. All those Easter eggs in that drawing. A lot of a lot of uh, other mind to input there, and I did not. So I can't really speak to that. And that's to last week with all the shoes. Uh, what what she's referring to? So nice. Okay, yeah, that was that was fun. That was a yeah. fun little, uh, fun little Easter egg that with all the shoes, and it, it's still been going on this week. And I've been sort of talking to people, and they've sort of said to me, "Oh, you know, I didn't see there was no, um, you know, post credit scene last week." And I was like, "Well, no, but 
it was something fun, you know, go and have another look, you know, try not to ruin it for him, try not to spell it out for him. So go and have another look, you know, and then they're like, oh, well, yeah, I saw what you mean. And they see like one, they go, yeah, I saw the thing. I think that was the obvious one, wasn't it? Yep. The, the pattern. And you're like, yeah, look closer. <laughs> it's like, oh yeah, look, there's Cyclops and there's another one. And yeah, I think there was a, there was all, there was all uh, something, weren't they? Yep. Mm -hmm. I saw those Cyclops shoes and I was like, man, those things look pretty cool. And I'm not a Cyclops fan, but man, those shoes look kind of cool. <laughs> strap that was his visor. Yep. Yeah. 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 I saw a pair of shoes. Like I was at the shop today and I saw a pair of shoes that were those shoes. Yeah. The mm -hmm. shoes, the Velcro bit or something. I was like, I wonder if I could get them and paint them to look like those. <laughs> Be cool. I know there's, there's people out there who, if you buy shoes, they'll actually, um, make them they'll, how you want them as well. So that, that's an option. I, I know a guy that I used to, to work with, someone told post different shoes that he's modified and, and done art on and that kind of stuff. I wouldn't want to wear them though. Cause they, they look so good. I wouldn't want to mess them up. Yeah. You want to like put them in a case almost yeah. and, and, and make them like art. I mean, it's like artwork, you know, you don't want to step in a puddle in those things or get dirt on them. What is, so. Well, you could just buy two pairs, you know, one to well, rock, one to box. Yeah. There you go. I was like, what's that line? There you go. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, so, so here's a chat comment. Yeah, real quick. Obviously, it implies mutants are around before She-Hulk, then, right? Well, we know they're around because of Miss Marvel. Um, as far as the other ones, well, we'll have to wait and see how they get introduced in the MCU. Mm -hmm. But yeah, She-Hulk. She-Hulk. Yeah. Episode six. I, again, I thought it was funny. It was along the same lines as the fifth episode for me. Yep. I think I think I said, didn't I, a couple of weeks ago? I was a little bit. I wouldn't say I was disappointed with the fourth episode, but it kind of, it was that, like me and Alex were saying the other week, it was kind of filler for, it was like, you could have complete, I mean, I don't even remember what happened in the fourth episode. Mm -hmm. It's completely gone out of my head. Um, but um, I thought this episode that's just gone again, it was fun. And again, it was, um, it was all sort of self-contained, which brings me to the first point. Uh, that was hilarious. That first fourth wall break where she just kind of turns around and goes, Oh, what? You didn't expect we were going to move the story along, did you? Because <laughs> this is not going to move anything anywhere. We're going to go and do something completely different. And I love that. It's almost just sort of sticking two fingers up to everybody that's going, oh, well, this, this doesn't mean anything. And she's like, yeah, I know. <laughs> and it's funny, too, because the title was Just Jen of, of the episode. Yeah. So mm -hmm. it was all about her. You know, a little side stuff, but for the most part, it was about her because even even the side part of the episode with the lawsuit for Mr. Craig Holes, who is Mr. Immortal, you know, part of the Great Lakes Avengers, um, even his story tied to hers because he taught them, he got them hooked on to that website about She-Hulk and that kind of stuff and led to Intelligenica and all that kind of stuff. So even though it, it was a side story, it was still about her. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> yeah, I really like that wedding fight scene. Man, I love that fight where she's like, because... I was like waiting in that scene because, you know, Jen's so drunk and she's sitting there and she sees two of her. And then all of a sudden she opens her eyes and she sees one. And that's when you realize like she's She-Hulk because like she no longer is drunk anymore. And she just takes her foot and just goes wham with her heel. And she just flies like, man, that was such an awesome scene. Then they have that nice little fight, but it just should have lasted just a little bit longer. Just a little bit longer. Yeah. Um, well, you know, with, with Titania being like a, a marketing type person, a social media media type person, you know, any messing up her looks, you know, fight over immediately because of that. So, yeah, yeah, but she, yeah. She, 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 face. yeah, yeah, he takes like a left hook from She-Hulk like earlier on too in the face and then like falls and smacks her head on the ground and busts like all of her teeth. So I'm just like, man, like <laughs> it just kind of funny to me. Yeah, I know what you mean to be. You, you sort of wanted wanted to see a little bit more. We still haven't really seen a fight properly yet. Somebody who was it mentioned the other day on a post? I saw somebody. Somebody said that oh, who was it that somebody might? Or maybe it was um, it was about Matt Matt Murdock, you know, helping her learn sort of how to fight basically because mm -hmm. she doesn't know how to fight. Does she? She's just Hulk. You mm -hmm. know? So um, she's a brawler. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So she's got to learn how to fight. Um, but yeah, uh, the, the, um, the, uh, the, the scene there where she was, um, drunk and turning into She-Hulk, I thought that was great. That was, it was almost like I could see the panels in mm -hmm. a comic, you know, yep. like two of them, then two of them were close together and then another one. And you could, you, you know what I mean? Like it's each one of them was like a picture, wasn't it? Cause she blinked in between each one. It was almost like a still. 
So that's why I was sort of, um, I visualized a panel in a comic each time. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of comics, uh, the QR code this week. Um, so the QR code uh, leads to Mr. Immortal's first appearance in West Coast Avengers uh, 46, uh, which also establishes his team, the Great Lakes Avengers. So that was an interesting QR code. Um, and also, too, I mentioned, um, speaking of Mr. Immortal and all the Intelligenica stuff, um, that was first teased in Age of Ultron. So when you see when you look at the papers um, at the Avengers Tower before they go to Wakanda, you know, and visit uh, Claw, they have a paper with Claw is a former member of that team. So which also had the leader, it had uh, Modok and other members as well um, in that group. Mm-hmm. So we're definitely leading towards since we know Modok is an Ant Man, uh, Quantumania, We're definitely leading towards the leader um, in this, even when they they tease the Hulk King. Um, on that website, that's got to yeah. be him. I was going to say, has that got any reference to anything? Because I was I, I was racking my brain, and I couldn't. Somebody asked me. They said, "Oh, well, who's the Hulk King?" And I was like, "I don't know. I didn't. I, I mean, I, maybe I've missed something." It, I uh, misread it at first, and I thought it said Hulkling, and so I was like, so yeah. confused. I, yeah. I was like, "What is this? <laughs> like, what? Like, you know, like?" And I was just like, "What in the world?" But yeah, I'm I'm confused on that too. Yep. Yeah, I um so so going back to what you were saying there, Jared, about that um intelligentsia scene uh being teased in Age of Ultron. Um it just and I got, keep saying it wrong, sorry. That's all, that's fine. Don't worry about it. Um <laughs> it just goes to show how you know how I think we've said this before about how writers can pick something up from however long ago, years, ten movies, whatever, and and just sort of drop it in again. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Just run with it and just extrapolate one tiny moment one word one i mean it's literally a word on a piece of paper that's on the screen for about five seconds and then people are like wow what you're telling me they had this planned since age of ultra like no this is just what writers do Mm -hmm. you know um yeah very clever but also to think about go ahead alex i was gonna say i think monty made a really good point too like he kind of like was talking about how it was kind of like a like kind of like a 4chan kind of style website or something that it seemed like it was coming from and it's kind of one of those things where it's almost like yeah you may not think this is that bad but you start pulling the thread kind of and then you find out it goes to something else a lot deeper you know like that's that's i think kind of interesting also too they could go to a lot of things with the intelligentsia um as well with this because in in the comics i believe they've had interactions with atlantis wakanda olympia as well where they've stolen things um you know because basically it's a group of evil geniuses so they're all Mm -hmm. smart people they're you know evil geniuses that kind of stuff but one of the interesting things though where this could lead to is that they also convinced uh general ross to become the red hulk yes i didn't know that yep Mm -hmm. yeah yeah, so so basically from the comics, if I remember correctly, they figured out how to, how to combine cosmic powers and gamma radiation together. Right. So, okay. so all roads... Go ahead. I, I was just going to say, I still think it would be interesting if at the end of this or in New World Order, we see Titania again and she takes, like, She-Hulk's blood and becomes Red She-Hulk. Yeah, I, I think that's where we're going. And I, don't, I mean, we had that conversation the other day. I'm like, I don't know if I mentioned that before. As her, mm-hmm. but I, but I kept saying Val or bring Betty back for Red Hulk. Mm-hmm. I can't remember if I said um, Titania as well, but Titania does make sense. Look at the rivalry they're building up in this series between Titania and Jennifer slash She Hulk. I think it's exactly where back. they're going. Yep, she keeps coming back. She keeps losing, and she's like looking for. She's going to be looking for that edge of like, how can I be just like her or better? Yeah. So and... is, is this a is this a Blonsky the mirror? Yep. I think so. Do you know what I mean? Blonsky done exactly the same, didn't he? With mm-hmm. with Hulk in Incredible Hulk, he sort of had a fight, got walked all over, had another fight, done a little bit better, had another, and then sort of each time he wanted a little bit more. So maybe, yeah, maybe she's looking for something. That it's either that, or she's a totally throwaway character, and he's literally just in there just for cannon fodder. Um, and actually, uh, I mean, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just throwing it out there and just saying maybe she's just she she's there just for the laughs almost yeah you, do you know I, what i mean and the real baddie is is the leader and, and the wrecking crew hopefully that we're gonna see soon i i definitely feel like maybe titania is being used as like a tool for the leader you know mm. what i'm saying like i think that could potentially be a thing mm-hmm. um i think that there's like a shot from another episode or something that i've seen on the internet where it's got like her standing in front of the wrecking crew or something i could be oh, very okay. wrong about that i, but no, I think like, you're right 
And, and so like, it makes me think that like they either busted in somewhere together or like, she's like in the charge. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen, Uh, I've seen the scene now that you're talking about. I remember what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. So like, I'm curious. I, I don't think she's like doing this all out of her own volition, but I think she's like starting to get angry that she keeps on trying to fight She-Hulk and keeps losing badly. So, yeah. So um, here from the chat, I mentioned their day. I think Titania could uh, be She-Hulk. And I also think Mallory is an operative for Intelligentsia, which I, I think you're right on the Mallory one in the nose because the way she was, let's not tell Jen about this. She was kind of keeping it away. Plus, uh, um, they didn't know about her ha- being married or having a child. You know, who she married to, who's her child. So there's something suspicious about Mallory um, in this whole thing. Plus, she's not liking Walters at all. Another thing. Mm-hmm. So there's definitely something there. Maybe Ma- like Mallory could be the one that, that turns the She-Hulk. I think I got, the same person who said this comment said that in the group too as well. I've got a feeling. Is that, that. Monty? I, th- I, know Mon- I think Monty said that on the group, I think. Yeah, he might have done that. That's RMC. Okay, RMC. Okay. Um, I think... Jen's gonna get as 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 fun as this is, and as lighthearted as this series is. I think at one point she's gonna really get dragged through it. Um, she's really gonna get dragged through the ringer. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's been signs it, almost every episode of a little dent to her self-esteem and to her comp. Even now, even when she's She-Hulk, you know, there's been there's been, you know we saw one the other day when she was in cult. And the guy said that he wouldn't have dated her as as Jen. You know, she you just saw that look on her face. She was just like, okay. And then, you know, we've just seen it again where she got walked over by a few people at this wedding. You know, oh, can you tidy away the cups or whatever she was asked to do. Um, Iron the shirts after the Mario Kart playing. Yeah, that's it. She's just getting walked over. Even though they know she's She-Hulk, they're still walking over. Um, I've got a feeling the guy she's talking to is, is totally um an agent for intelligentsia um so that's going to be another little dent to that and she's going to lose it at some point like proper lose it and she's just going to be it's a bit like um uh what's the film fallen down with michael douglas you know (laughs) yeah it's great yeah but he's just trying to be nice he's trying to do the right thing just people just keep annoying him just doing all these kind of low level annoying things you know just all the time and there's something's going to push him or pushes him over the edge and something's going to push her over the edge. And I think we might see a kind of lose control in a way. And maybe that's even where Matt Murdock comes in to try and reel her back in a little bit. Mm. And say, Calm down. You know, you're supposed to be a hero. You're a lawyer. I'm a lawyer. I know who you are. Stop being like this. You don't want to go down the same route as your cousin. Yep. You and right here from the chat, right here from the chat too, as well, you know, agree. Joss is too nice, almost too good to be true. But then you also go back to when she was dating the one guy who's all interested about her powers and how she got them. And then we saw him in court again, too, as well. So mm-hmm. there's definitely multiple people probably here from Intelligentsia. Or about Todd? Yes. And, multiple and he people was, here. He was in the lawyer firm, too. He yeah. showed up there, too. So he's yeah. just, like, popping up everywhere. So there's multiple people around there. And I definitely think, Mallory, it could be that person is, like, the glue for all of them as being like the main inside person with bringing these other people in as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I think she's going to get, um, this show's going to, at some point, it's going to take a big serious turn. You know, they kind of hinted at that at the end of this, didn't they? You know, with the, the sort of lab, all of a sudden the music changed and the um, the feeling of the program changed. It got darker and it got more serious. And, you know, um, yeah, I think we we're going to see a slight shift in the last sort of three episodes of going from this almost entirely comedic show with almost no stakes and almost no um, threat, really, to this kind of, it's going to flip it and she's going to start being a little bit more um, pressured. Yeah, I definitely think um, from the chat, they raised the stakes this episode, but I also think too that next episode, we're going to kind of see her, her downfall, her rock bottom here in the next episode and a half. Then the the kind of her probably like you said losing control or almost slipping to a, a dark side, mm-hmm. and then by the ninth you know kind of pulling that back, becoming a hero, and then and then you know hopefully they'll st- stick the landing with mm. the finale uh, with that arc. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think they will. I think I think as you said, Jaron, with the news and the rumors that we that we fit that we uh, are hearing and the things that we know already, 
it does look like it is going to lead into new world order. And I think it just even that on its own will probably help it stick. Mm-hmm. And have we seen the Blonsky in the in his little cult episode yet? When he has the tan shirt on, I don't think we've seen that ep- that him yet either. So no, and I feel like that'll probably be like the second to last episode. Maybe um, I, I feel like that Matt Murdock episode will probably be like the last one. And who knows? Maybe she loses it with Blonsky, mm-hmm. and there's like a fight of her versus Blonsky or something like that. You know, um, but something's. I really like what you said, Andy, about like Matt Murdock teaching her control, because I really think that that's something like I didn't think of it in that way originally, but I think that's pretty spot on because like we haven't really seen her be in a situation yet where she's like overpowered or like somebody's like capable of like rivaling her abilities. So, you know, like if she gets stressed and did you say that to a dad or cousin or someone the other day, she was like, oh, I'm scared. I'm not scared walking home anymore because I could just realize I can just hulk out. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, like you said, she's not actually tested yet, has she? Mm-hmm. So, what's going to happen when she is tested? Yeah. And Titania has been like the biggest test so far, but it's been one that sh- Titania keeps losing. So, like yep. at the end of the day, like she's not really been challenged. And, and Jen hasn't even taken that seriously, has she? Like she was like, no, I told her I wasn't going to hulk out at the wedding, you know? Like it's just, it's almost a joke. Mm-hmm. You know, she's like, oh, go on, then fine, I'll fight you then, you know? Yeah. Um, so f- for a, a post credit scene for this series, I'm expecting one of two things. So I'm becoming Red She-Hulk as one option, or we get a tease of the leader, actually a, a nice concrete tease of the leader, I think are the one to the two things. Maybe, you know, as a third option, maybe Sam showing up saying, hey, I need your, you know, I'm putting the team together, Ooh. maybe to lead a New World Order type thing. One of those three mm-hmm. things are going are gonna to probably be what's in the the finale post credit scene yeah nice i like that i like that sort of sam idea you know um uh mirroring uh tony yep tony with uh ross and at the end of incredible hulk yep it's like you know i'm putting a team together um yeah that'd be really cool actually i'd like that but i think you're right about the leader thing i think we'll get maybe our first proper look at the leader maybe a little bit thanos-esque in avengers you know that kind of on the side to kind of turn around and you see his big green head. Do you think we'll actually see him in full form or do we see, we'll, we'll kind of see him like, I, I'm kind of expecting that we'll see him deformed almost mm-hmm. like he's not human. He's not full leader yet, but he's kind of in between mm-hmm. because remember we saw, last time we saw him, he was on, he was on the ground he was still human looking. His head just got bigger. So mm-hmm. I wonder if that's why he's so big on getting her blood because he needs her blood to finish that transformation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, it's no, I think we'll, yeah, I do think we'll see, I, I think we'll see Tim Blake Nelson as the leader because there's no it's no coincidence that they announced it at d23 a few weeks ago yeah you know mm-hmm. why why announce that tim blake nelson's going to be in new world order that doesn't come out for ages do you know what i mean why announce? Yeah. and they could have mm-hmm. said that but they did that for a reason because he's going to show up in this or like him like in a chair with the big head and kind of sitting there and someone delivering the, the blood to him to say look now we can finally finish the finish your transformation or something like that what about from mm-hmm. behind what about from behind you know the old classic sort of yeah uh, who used to do that? What what was that in? Um, uh, uh, Inspector Gadget was it Inspector Gadget where you used to just see from over the top of the chair, like you never actually saw. You saw his arm, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, like you just <laughs> sticking up over the top of the chair. That's it. That's all you see. Just this big head sticking over the top of the chair. Yes, yeah, like that. Yeah, I I just I think it's a really interesting thing because you know they originally talked about like. I think they, they, there was like a line about how the transformation for the Hulk was like an attempt to kind of replicate like a super soldier thing in a way. And then you see Blonsky takes the super soldier serum and then becomes like, you know, takes gamma radiation and becomes abomination. Now we're going to see this like, hey, Sam probably like is squash most of the super soldier problems. But now we've got this bigger problem, which is like another attempt at making another army of super soldiers but holds yeah you know like i think that's where that's probably going it's gonna be really interesting to see that like jump from super soldiers to holds for him well yeah especially for sam isn't it i mean it's yeah super soldiers is one thing for a normal human um mm-hmm. is a totally different kettle of fish you know going from john walker and and the sort of flag smashers to mm-hmm. to hulks that's a huge step isn't it yeah. So speaking of, you know, we thought that Hulk, you know, because I, I did too. Also, so I thought that Hulk King said Hulkling, 
So since we kind of talked about that, where do you think we'll see Hulkman pop in? You know, he's, he's, since he's, he's Kree Scroll, um, Secret Invasion, um, the Marvels. You know, do we think they're going to rank him anytime soon? No, mm-hmm. I don't think we'll see him soon. I think we, I think there's a perfect opportunity there for. Um, uh, I don't really want to go down the sort of representation route, but you know. Th- Screw it. Let's go down the representation route. I think there's a there's a perfect opportunity there for um uh for a same sex relationship there between obviously him and and uh, Wiccan. Yep. And we've not got we've not got a Wiccan yet. So uh, well, at least not only teasers. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and not as an adult, and then not as a, not in a situation where we could have that kind of relationship. And I don't no rush for it, but and and I think it and I think it was a good even I I enjoyed um reading about their relationship in the comics and you know the wedding and all that kind of stuff it was great so i don't think we're ready for that yet yeah yeah it, it, like i said anytime soon it, it could be the marvels or secret invasion if they decide to go that route but yeah i, I agree probably not anytime soon um they, they could even wait until like a young avengers project to bring him in you know yeah. like it just one of those things where it's like maybe he just like comes to earth and that's kind of what brings the young avengers together or something you know like or maybe it's a tease at the end of secret invasion too like you know yeah. we have this child mm-hmm. yeah, you know? yeah yeah and and you know what might be might be good actually um is they could combine the sort of the young avengers origin and the empire storyline where hulkling uh, was supposed to be the king that was going to be uniting the two the you know empires the, yeah yep. the and the scroll to invade earth and the young avengers are actually trying to stop them and actually it's almost a romeo and juliet type of story where wiccan who's represent not representing but you know he's he's on humans side mm-hmm. and hulkling who's on the Korean scroll side kind of like I say, there's this Romeo and Juliet kind of relationship where, you know, they actually fall in love and it's that there's a story there. Maybe, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, other thing too, uh, she called banner, right? This episode. Yes. So do you think we'll see banner pop up or at least have banner call her back? You know, where does banner come back in from where, you know, do we get any kind of else from that tease from him going to Sakaar and taking care of something? I bet you that they're going to wait until the very last episode and they're going to wait until probably about halfway through the episode or something. And Bruce will give her like a random call and he'll be like, oh, you know, like I'm just dealing with some things and we'll get like a shot of something that he's doing on Sakaar. And then like it'll cut right back and then she'll be like, all right, I'll talk to you later. And then we're just going to be left with this like, what is happening with him? Like, what is what is going on? Like, you know. Do you think we'll see like a like a almost like a glancing shot of Scar in that? Like he's dealing with like like him and Scar in a fight or something, and you know that kind of thing. Or what do you think about that? <laughs> maybe he's maybe he's on the phone. Maybe she phones him and he eventually answers the phone, but he's actually in a fight. At yeah, that. yeah. You know he's kind of getting strangled. He, like, he is like that. You yeah. know that little. You know you're holding a little kid back and the kid's swinging at you and you have his head. Yeah. And he can't touch you like something like that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he's like fighting the new champion or something of Sakaar or whatever, and he's on the phone. Yeah, that's it. I mean, it, anyway, I'm busy. Um, I, did, I, I must admit, Jordan, I didn't, I didn't think we'd see him again or even mentioned again at all since the yeah. you know, when we saw him fly off. I thought that was going to be it. I was convinced we was going to get something at D23, but you know, obviously not uh, in regards to announcement of a show or a movie. Um, but so I'm surprised as, and I. I do think we will see a little bit more of him. What? I don't know, but something like that would be fun. With it. Um, so from the chat here, I thought it was confirmed that Bruce was going to appear once more, but I don't remember where I saw it. So it, it could happen. Um, if we don't see Bruce here, do you think Bruce will show up in New World Order since it's going to, it sounds like it's going to be a Hulk-centric type issue? No. I mean, I, if if he did, they could use that to lead into a World War Hulk story too, where like Hulk comes back, he's fighting other Hulks, he loses control, wins, and then they can't stop him. And you know, like I don't know. Yeah, yeah okay. I think of it like that. Yeah, that's a good point. I don't. Yeah, I don't think he'll be in the movie as such. Not like in that. Well, I don't know. Yeah, actually, now you say that, Alex, that's a good point. Or it could be a post-credit scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think they'd have to. They'd have to announce something first, maybe to yeah. set it up, you know, rather than just, oh, he's back. 
Yeah, he's got. We've got to have something between now and then. Surely he can't just come back and fight them. He's going. He's gone off to Sakar. We're going to need to. We're going to want to find out what happened on Sakar first. Surely. But also too, plus with everything that he's taught us in the first two episodes with the blood and how her hers is special and that kind of stuff, and with obviously in New World Order, he's going to have to have some kind of role in New World Order. He's going to have to. I, I don't see how they could not. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe it's um, you know, a hologram. You know, aka yeah, aka in game Shang Chi. Um, maybe it's like that. Because honestly, he's probably the only intelligent one that could rival the leader as far as whatever he's using to make other Hulks. You know what I'm, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? He's Man. the one with that knowledge. He's you know, Jen's not that level. Um, Falk, uh, Sam's not that level. You no. know, Rari- you know, none of them are that level. Who, who's that person to help them be that mm-hmm. person around that? And it's gonna have to be the Hulk unless they bring another scientist or. Someone else in that they get introduced. I don't know. Yeah, I, I I could now see it that that he's that he's exactly the part that he's going to play, but he's going to play that sort of um, mentor confidant um, role where he is off planet, but they're kind of contacting him, and he's sort of mm-hmm. it's, it's kind of mentoring them through you know a hologram sort of yeah you know call me back tomorrow sort of thing you know, and they sort of phone him up to ask him for his advice or something like that. But I, I don't think we'll see him properly again might see him briefly like we said as a post credit or briefly now but or maybe in that but i don't think we're going to see him properly again until he's own until he's own project so um one more thing before we close things out today um we talked about last episode about it looks like artifacts will be will be like the new infinity stones of of this phase so we've already got the 10 rings we've got the bangle where do you think we'll see the next artifact show up Something um, under forever, possibly something with Namor. Mm-hmm. Maybe does he have anything mm-hmm. like that? I don't know. Uh, I don't think so. I don't think so. But you know how they change things up. You know something. I was going to say, doesn't he have a trident? But uh, yeah. <laughs> no, he's got uh, some uh, a spear now. Yeah, that's, 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 yeah. that's Aquaman, anyway, isn't it? What yeah. have we got coming up? We've got, um, well, we've got uh, an, uh, Quantum Mania coming up. Mm-hmm. Something mm-hmm. I think you said last week, didn't you, Jaren, about something that Kang might have lost that's something to do with that. Oh, and the rumor is it's a power source. Mm-hmm. So I wonder if that power source could be an artifact. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I also wonder if you're going to find out that, like, the bangle that Miss Marvel had, if we will see, like, something else. It's like the a second, second one. one of those in the Marvels. Like, I'm, I assume we'll see one of those. So that'll be kind of like another item linked to the others. Um, i trying to think where else. Yeah. Um, possibly Fantastic Four, maybe. We could see an artifact. Possibly, you know, something that they find. Have they found that- how many there's going to be? I just, they have not. It is the rumor was that artifacts will be like the, yeah. you know. So you know what? The more I'm thinking about this, the more I hope that this isn't true. Yeah, because I'm, I'm, I'm just sitting here thinking this is. We just went through this same thing. I can remember ten years ago, whenever going. Where do you think the soul stone's going to be? And it's like, yeah, oh, I do this again. Yeah, I just don't see how they would, they would fit things in to, to do this. You know, so it feels a bit forced, doesn't it? Like we're. Yeah. Forcing it, we're always going. No, let's where yeah. he's one in. It's like, like, like I definitely want to find out that beacon from Shang Chi for from the Ten Rings. I definitely want to see the, where the other bangle from Miss Marvel comes from. But I think that's it. You yeah, know? Mm-hmm. I don't want to see anything else. Yeah, 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 yeah. Agreed. So, so agreed. I just, I just hope that they don't like take all these like weapons and be like, oh, we need all these to defeat Kang or something like that. You know? Yeah. And then, and then put them together to create like a mega sword. Yeah, 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 a mega weapon. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they, they all have to hold it, and they all have to hold it together and shoot it together. Yeah. <laughs> like it's I mean, that. they're all like that, sort of powering their watches up or something. I mean, they they, they could take the um um the sword from Black Knight. Um, you know, what I'm talking about the Ebony Blade. Yeah, the Ebony Blade as one. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they could, or even they talked about Excalibur and. And in, internals, in something from internals, maybe I don't know, but I hope they don't do that. Yeah, no, they don't. They don't need to do that. I think they've got enough of a story with Kang and with the sort of time thing, and you know, disrupting time and multiverses that they don't need to throw in a load of MacGuffins and to sort of go, oh look, we've got these artifacts that, are, like you said, going to help us defeat the big baddie. It's like, oh come on, we've seen that before. We don't. We we they're diverging now with their genres, as we've been saying all episode. They don't need to 
go back again and go, oh, look, there's this item now. Yeah, because King, King's enough on his own. And if it's true, it's a power source. That power source probably going to mean we're going to get his iconic chair. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Or um, what was the what was the ship called? What was his ship called? Um, oh, uh, the, the one that's like the Sphinx. Yeah. No, a sword. Oh, oh yeah. Ship. I thought you said the ship. Yeah. No, yeah. No, it's, yeah. It's like a sword, isn't it? Um, yeah. No, I can't remember now. Um, yeah. Anyway, we could go on all night. Oh, look, what's that comment there before? I we thought we were going to get, uh, I think you mean Nega Bands uh, from Captain yeah. Marvel, but it, but it sounds like they're taking the Nega Bands and combining them with the bangles um, that Miss Marvel has. I think they're taking the replace of, yeah. of that in the MCU. So, mm-hmm. yeah, although I'm still, you know, I'd still love to see a proper Marvel. I really would, but it's kind of, they even need to set this up now or not at all and just, yeah. You know, actually, say like, we're, we're going to do this. <laughs> they can do a reverse like way, reverse way. Because go ahead, Alex. I was going to say, I feel like that ship has sailed. I don't. I, I just feel like we're not going to get it. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I feel like yeah. it's kind of late at this point. Yeah. The only way they could do it is in a reverse way and have her pass the torch yeah. back to him instead of taking the torch from him. Okay. Yeah. 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 That could work. Yeah. Um, right. Should we close this one out then, guys? Yep. That's so been another good episode. Um, well done. Thank you for uh, joining us. We've had RMC. We've had Jamie. We did get Roxy. She said she was late to the show, but hi, Roxy. How you doing? Um, Fred was there for a little bit of time as well. So um, thank you for joining us, guys. Thank you for your input, as always. And uh, thank you for everybody that's listening on YouTube or on Twitter or on Twitch or wherever you're listening. Where else can they get it, Jaren, or have I, have I mentioned? Uh, Twitter, Twitch, YouTube. And we don't do Instagram anymore streaming. So in the pages in the group. So super. Also, too, don't forget wherever you listen to this after we publish, like, subscribe, give us feedback, all that kind of stuff. If you listen to audio only through your podcast app, or if you watch the replays on YouTube or on Twitch or even Twitter, because I do check the Twitter views. So yeah, give us feedback. Let us know. Spread the word. Excellent. Nice one. It's been a pleasure as always, guys. See you next week. Have a good one. Take Bye. care. Why don't you tell him about the time we faced? All right. Well, as I remember, at Avenger headquarters.